gentlemen, I'm back from my wonderful trek into the, our nation's capital, learning about our culture and our rich heritage that is just oh so beautiful. I also met a couple of hobos. Oh, when I was in D.C. last summer, I straight up saw a hobo penis just peeing right in front of me. It I was... think I was walking past the portrait gallery and there was like a little bench area and this guy was taking his pants off and I was like, nope, nope, gonna keep on walking. And then today I was in, I was in Georgetown. I was in Georgetown, affluent, three point five million dollar houses, guest store, Georgetown, and a hobo wearing an Adidas jacket was walking towards me and our friend Jenna, and he did a fake slingshot, like you know when people when they have the rubber band, yeah, and they're gonna like pull it back and shoot you. He had that move with his fist. He was walking towards us, and Jenna freaked out and just like, oh my god! And I was like, listen, he's got nothing on him. We're okay. Wait, I'm imagining little Jenna, who is probably a solid, like... 5'4". Like, like, almost a foot shorter than you, it looks like sometimes. And I'm just imagining her, like, trying to protect you in this situation, and it makes me laugh so hard. Well, she pulled me back, but I was still in front of her, so if he did have a rubber band, it would hit the back of my head. (laughs) But I was, like, I wasn't scared, but I was, like, my heart rate went up, and I was, like, "Ah, I was in defense mode. I had to be ready to fight the hobo. Well, when I was living with her last summer, she came home so frazzled because a homeless person straight up pooped himself in front of her. And she, like, did not... She was like, what do I do? (laughs) There's just certain things that, you know, colleges prepare you for. And one of those is hobos taking a dump right in their trousers. Or just, yeah, living in anywhere that's not a major city does not prepare you but i loved it like there was because you know hobos are usually very abrasive they're like hey man quarter something they just like yell you i'm like ah i'm all right and be like oh i'm sorry sir that was my that was my go-to phrase oh i'm sorry sir because it was always a dude trying to get me give him a quarter in a subway cup i was like sorry sir and i get them walking around with my like fearful white stride yeah um that walk to and from work when I was living there last summer, there was a lot of homes who I was not prepared for that. And I just always get so scared because they're always, like, frightening-looking men. Oh, yeah. And I just, like, I'm just always preparing to, like, go, like, run for it. Or, like, I always have, just, like, just encountering any man, I always have my keys, like, in between my Knuckle. fingers. like. Like Wolverine, <laughs> but like a knockoff version. What a cool kid! I I do the um. I'm not one to talk because I don't have any either. But they never have bottom teeth, and, <laughs> and they like they just come up to you and they're like, "It's spare change." And I'm like, "Not today, sir." And then I just go on my way. But I'm like, so "Oh, I don't even have spare teeth, man. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, man. We're in the same group here. I just have better pants on than you, man." <laughs> oh man! Speaking of pants, I bought a few in DC. What a great shopping town. <laughs> There's good shopping. You went to stores that are here. Uh, Uniqlo is not here. I don't know what that is. It's a Japanese cool store. Oh, you went in Chinatown? Yeah. And then, but then you had like an H&M bag when you came back. So I'm glad you were going to DZ to just like shop at they have a stores. They, they have a, they have a more wide range of clothing to choose from in DC because it's a city. Bigger store, bigger stock. Okay. Okay, the Wellington Mall lets me down a lot. The what mall? Wellington Mall. That sounded weird coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I couldn't move my lip on that one. <laughs> I think sometimes my lip just clocks out, and it's just one half my mouth open, and the other one is just dead shut, so it's like a... It's like Trump trying to say anonymous. My favorite is, do you see the video where Trump um, 
he was talking and his dentures popped out. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, for America. It was so <laughs> goddamn funny. And then people still like his ass. Wait, did you not see the anonymous video, though? He tried it, I think, three times and he just couldn't get it right. He just how, couldn't say that word. How do you pronounce it? Like, a mama, like, he couldn't figure out how the Wait, word went. He, he was like that, the character from Funny Nemo, Inemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemineminemine
nerding out really hard, just be like, oh my god, Alec Trevelyan, the best villain in all the series, and all that goofy stuff. But it was really cool because they had, like, a lot of the original props, they had, like, instructional videos about things, and there's, like, a character from the 70s James Bond film called Jaws, where he had, like, these big metal teeth, and they had the actual fake metal teeth in, like, a display. That's cool. I was like, wow. And then the real spy museum, before it was James Bond, there was, like, a, there was, like, a glove pistol on display which was so cool that's cool remember in glorious bastards when he runs and he jumps and he shoots him with the gun yes they had that exact thing is that like it was like a real functioning one Uh uh-huh wow it was old but yeah it must it was used before because they'll they did like actual like american spies like from wars that happened and then they had james bond did they have other movies um they only really mention james bond because that's like the biggest one that's what brings the people in Oh, yeah. He's like the figurehead, or he's like, he's the face of spy. Yeah. Of espionage. After that, I left. Wait, who's your favorite James Bond? My favorite James Bond? It's really hard, but probably Connery. Yeah. It's in between Connery and Craig. Yeah. Daniel Craig is just like, oozes coolness and just like, Arnard. I don't know, just classiness. It's because like... Yeah, he has that very classy British face. He's like, he looks like sculpted. He looks like yeah. a... He looks like Caesar. Same... <laughs> He's like, uh, James Bond, yes, yes. You know, that whole nice thing. But I love that. It, like, he's so distinct. The character is distinguished, but badass at the same yeah. time. It's the so, ultimate combination. the ultimate Daniel Craig story, I was at a Killers concert, and we're, like, waiting for them to come on, and all of a sudden, Daniel Craig comes onto the stage. Why? That, no. That's, what the heck? This is so random. Yeah. And he's like, hey, everyone, I'm Daniel Craig. Obviously, that's not his voice. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just so excited to present to you the killers. And we're like, okay. And everyone's like freaking out. And uh, it was so cool. Oh, man. And then, cool story. Also, so I leave the spy museum. And then I'm just, you know, got got my stride going, got my headphones in. The music's playing. You know, you walk to a rhythm. I get to the portrait gallery. The big one. The Smithsonian Art Portrait Gallery. You know what I'm talking about. But I took you there when you visited me last summer. Yes, you did. And it opens at 11.30, which I'm surprised that it would open so late. for like a... They're all free, and they don't have enough people to work there, I guess. I know. like It's like 11.30 to 6. It's like, we can't find anybody. Let's make it as small of an hour. I don't know. Anyway, I was there for like an hour straight. Because like, when you're alone, you go through things faster. Yeah. But I was like, I think I was struck by a Thomas Moran painting of the Grand Canyon. Like, it changed my life. But it was a portrait gallery. Why was there a there was Grand a, Canyon painting in there? You don't remember the Grand Canyon painting? No. It was a bigger than my that entire wall of the Grand Canyon with crystal clear detail. You see a storm forming in the back, and then you see, like, a small man painted into there. He's, like, with his horse, and he's pointing at it, and he's just this feeling of American discovery and ingenuity. It was just, it was the American dream just put into one painting. I'm picturing, like, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, the... Like, you as Cameron just oh, staring at it. Oh, like, a triumphant soundtrack in the back of my brain as I'm just viewing this beautiful... Uh, I can't even describe it. It's like a... It's a gut feeling. Uh, did you see the JFK section? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't have it anymore. Oh, they got rid of it? Now they have a regular, um, now it's just a president's gallery. Oh, did you get to see the Obama? Michelle Obama and I saw Barack? Barack, I saw both. I like, I preferred Barack's. Um, with all the flowers behind yeah, him? Yeah, I took a picture of that one. And then Michelle, everybody was taking a picture in front of it, because apparently Michelle's better than Barack now. 
Oh, she's just a vision to I just, behold. I just like, I you know, I I don't prefer one over the other, but I just love Barack. Yeah, yeah, me too. There's been some beautiful images of Barack from the past couple days being posted with him and Joe Biden. They just look like they're just the best of pals and having a really nice time. I think Joe is, isn't he on his way out? Isn't he like, kind of pulling back in terms of like being a politician now? He just kind of wants to retire and enjoy the rest of his life, or is he still going strong? I have no idea. I mean... I mean, They're, like, still, like, active in, like, saying what their views are and things Definitely, like no, of course, but I think Barack, now that he's at the top office, now he's just going to spend you know. the rest of his life, you know, speaking at, you know, keynote con- conventions and all that cool stuff. And yeah, and he has his uh, non-profit he does, his organization, his yeah. foundation. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, that's what he does now. Once you're a president, that's the only thing you do is you start a foundation and try to help people. That's up, what everyone, that's what they all do. You pick up where you left off and see if you can do better out of office. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Definitely. But, so, I left the, I saw that, and I looked at the, the President's Gallery, and all those are really cool. And then I left there, and then I headed where? I went, oh, I got lunch in Chinatown. Very delicious. I went to, like, a Chinese Chipotle. I can't, I don't remember the name exactly, and I don't want to be offensive, but I think it was Bibi Bento. Oh, so it wasn't, like, actual traditional food. No, no, it was Japanese food. Yeah, but why wouldn't you go to Chinatown no, and get, it, like, an actual, like... I know. The sushi, there's a lot of really good sushi over there. I don't there. eat sushi, though. Oh, ew. So, you just had, like, really generic food. It was still good. You didn't even, like, use Yelp and were like, alright, what's... I looked on Yelp. I just, I found a... I, I just found an eatery. I went to <laughs> an it. An eatery. And then I ate there. And then I, from it was there, good though? it was pretty good. Right there, I went to an Urban Outfitters, which is just <laughs> grossly overpriced for their vision. Urban, like Urban Outfitters, you expect them to be like a store of the people. Okay, we want to know about what you did in DC. That was like things you can only do in DC. There's an Urban Outfitters in literally every single mall. Then I'm gonna disappoint you with what I did in <laughs> DC. All right, continue. I had my own DC trip. I'm, I didn't go <laughs> <Just> shopping. <laughs> Every trip is your own trip. I still got to engage in the culture of D.C. and walk around, take in the sights, smell the air, and all that shit. <laughs> okay. So, a trip is a trip. You go no, somewhere. No, I know, I know. I'm not going to go somewhere and do stuff I don't want to do, just because I'm somewhere else. That's true. Okay. But there's... Okay, continue. Yes, thank you. So, I went to Urban Outfitters. It's not about the store itself, it's about what happened in the store. Okay. So, I went inside, and I'm upstairs perusing through the overpriced shirts of just old 90s logos and i'm like oh, fuck this but then a, a gentleman comes upstairs and he's on the phone with his friend i think he's trying to convince him not to fight somebody <laughs> so he's straight up yelling he's like yo it's deshaun fuck deshaun and i was like whoa and then he goes downstairs and i hear him in the background like fuck and it's like <laughs> it was so funny i was like perusing through my nice like oh looking at my nice shirts and all that and then he's just a guy just losing his mind downstairs i was like Oh, he Sam. wouldn't go outside to make that call. No. <laughs> he's still he's, shopping. He's just like going up there screaming his heart out to his buddy on the phone. And, was, and every like all the sales dudes are like organizing their clothes, just not looking at him. Just, like, <laughs> they're just like looking down. Maybe he won't touch me. Maybe he won't talk to me. That is my favorite thing to witness when there's clearly something happening and no one wants to look. Well, and you just see everyone avoiding eye contact at all costs. You would Because you know if he saw you like looking at him, something would happen. Like th- This is the type of guy you know. Yeah. Because he was so angry about this benign thing on the phone. I was like, yeah, no, not for me. So 
I left there. I'm just, I kept them walking around, taking to the sights. I enjoyed a bunch of that cool stuff. I sat down on a bench. I went to an H&M. I know. I shopped. <laughs> and then uh, I just, I went to a cool coffee shop, Pret-a-Manger. It's a little French place. That is not, Rob, Pret is like a huge chain. I know, but it doesn't matter if it's. That's like <laughs> when Steve Carell in the office goes to New York and is like, oh, I want pizza. And he goes to Sbarro. Yeah, no. It's not the exact same thing. Oh, there was probably so many cooler places you could have gone. I went to Pret a lot, though, when I was. There was one right next to my work when I was there last summer. Yeah, so don't judge. But uh, I got yeah, I got my coffee. I had to buy a charger because I was about the my phone was about to die. So I was like, all right. I went to a seat Walgreens and bought like a nice charger. Plugged it in. Oh, I need a charger. I left mine in Fort Myers. So Steve, can I have your old one? I, I don't know if I brought the old one home, but I probably did. If I still have it, you can have it. Okay, but thanks. I yeah. So I got that charger. Plugged my phone in and I kept on walking. I went to a couple recommended places. And then I eventually found my way back to uh, the office. And then from there, we just went... What did we do that night? We saw a movie. Yeah, we went back. We hung out for a bit. And then we went to see a movie. We saw Searching with John Cho. Yeah, you guys said it was really good. Yeah. I, like, wasn't expecting that. It was pretty good. I was surprised. So we saw that movie with her friends. And then, uh... How was it hanging out with a bunch of people that were all, like, ten years older than you? It was fine, you know. And like... mostly women. Yeah, they were all just going through their own 29-year-old, 30-year-old things. And I was like, okay, <laughs> good for you guys. I might even finish with undergrad school. So that was my night. So they made you feel like Kermit? <laughs> no, I always feel like Kermit. It's an inner spiritual battle. Fight the Kermit. No, <laughs> Fight the Kermit? Fight the Kermit, no. But that was all right. And then so I slept in the next day, which I had to because fuck 7.30. Well, and yeah, after a full day of walking, did you check your phone and see how many miles you walked? 7.4. Yeah, that's, it's tiring. I, well, yeah, at 14,000 something. I probably walked more before the, because that was at like 4 o'clock when I stopped walking. It was like 7.4. Then we also walked around the movie theater and got a cool sandwich. Oh, we went <laughs> to, we went to a place called, um. Oh, was uh, it like the old, it like looked really old? No. At the movie theater? Oh, yeah, kind of. It was a cool, it was, um. AMC, the big one? Oh, no, no. The one I'm thinking of, it used to be something else, and then they switched it to a movie theater. I don't know. I, but, so we went to the theater. There's a sandwich place where there, I forgot the name of the sandwich, but every sandwich was a different city, and it was supposed to be like a representation of the flavors and the spices and culture of that area put into a sandwich. So I got the Havana, which had uh, pulled pork, pickles, uh, gavir, and a- So a Cuban sandwich? I got a Cuban sandwich. And then, <laughs> okay. but like, what, are you going to break my balls for getting a Cuban sandwich? No, 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 no. It's just funny because you're like, oh, the low culture. But like, it was just a Cuban sandwich. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Jenna got like a, ta- she got like a, a sole, which had like a bunch of kimchi and cool Asian stuff in it. It was fun. What was your favorite part of the trip? Uh, that Well, the, I, I just enjoyed the whole trip. I don't, can't really put up can't put it in order what i liked the most uh okay (laughs) well no i'm passover dinner no no shit rosh hashanah dinner i'm sorry i messed up the holiday rosh hashanah dinner was just beautiful (laughs) oh my god there was brisket there was kugel 
<laughs> in Keogol. Keogol, latkes, and assorted other dishes that I didn't eat. Apples. I had some <laughs> apples with honey. And then I had homemade cheesecake with graham cracker crust. Ooh. And I literally, I tell you right now, my whole body was just like reset. I was <laughs> reset. It was so good. Did they know that uh, cheesecake was your favorite? No, they just happened. They were watching that uh, British cooking baking show. Oh, the Great British Baking Show. I don't know. Mary Berry? Apparently, yeah. So, and She's then that old lady on it. We were... <laughs> so at one point we were like commentating her cutting the cheesecake. So they were doing their thing and I was like, oh yes, look at the way it submits to the knife. And like, that killed. It killed the table. <laughs> I was proud. And then I was like, that cheesecake has conviction. I bet it has a great FICO credit score. And, <laughs> and that one just... That one just smacked the balls out of them. They were just like, ha, ha, ha. That was a good old joke about FICO. Yeah, gig, 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 gig. They, they really did enjoy it. And, and they said he looked like Elvis, didn't they? Yes. One of them, one of them said I looked like Elvis. They liked my hair. And I was like, oh, thank you. I'm sure that made you feel so good. I'm sure, yeah. Really bumped my confidence up for the, for the weekend. And that was last night, that dinner? Yeah. Sunday night? It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then now you're home. I woke up and then we went to Georgetown and walked around, got some cool, got a cool panini. Jenna got some- Rob, did you just burp on here? Ew. Leave it, leave it. Okay. Don't you dare. I'm going to cut that out. That's disgusting. Okay, continue. And I'm going to wipe out your- You're the fucking worst. Okay, continue. So- You got a good panini. I got a good panini. We walked around. Jenna got some cool shoes at TJ Maxx. And then after that, we just walked around some more. We passed by Starbucks, then she drove me to the airport, and then I had a nice flight home. Nice. Do you want to hear what happened to me while you were gone? So, I'm walking the dog, and I don't know why our dog has had diarrhea for his, like, entire life. I just, we've tried everything. I don't even know what to do. So, he shits in our neighbor's yard, and it's just, like, straight diarrhea. And I'm like, oh, great. I try to pick up what I can and, like, be a good neighbor, and I pick it up. As soon as I stand up, my dog barks, sees a cat or something, lurches forward, this liquidy poop in my hand, splashes. I grab the leash and it's just poop everywhere. And I'm like trying to pull him and it's like getting on my sleeves, like on like the leash. And I just like almost start crying. I just like don't know what to do. And then the neighbor's light turns on. I wake them up and I like get the dog home. And good thing my dad's an angel and cleaned it up, everything up for me. But, oh my god, that was an absolute nightmare. So That's funny. That's the most exciting thing that happened to me yeah, while when you dad, were gone. When dad told me, I laughed my ass off. I thought it happened before I left, because he told me before I left. Oh, I thought you were gone. I don't know, you weren't there. I know. How did, what did dad tell you? He told me, <laughs> he just told me that you got shit on you and you yelled loud and woke up the neighbors <laughs> And that was about it. Oh my god. It's so funny though. Yeah. Only... It felt like a girl's episode or something. We're just like... I don't watch that show. Oh, we're just... Everything goes wrong and I like, I'm sad. Alright. All right, <laughs> That's pretty much it. Alright, Lana Dunham. Man, what a weekend for us both. <laughs> you get covered in shit and I get discounts. I don't think you got discounts. You spent so much money. So that was your first time walking around a major city by yourself, right? And kind of traveling and doing things on your own? Yeah, it was. It was the first time. It was, you know, it was very freeing. You just put your headphones in, you get a rhythm, 
you walk through, you know, and then I was kind of learning how the, the traffic works. You got to like wait for it to go red and then you wait for the timer to start. It was just cool. I don't know. It was very simple, but I just didn't, I never had that before. Well, no, it's in Tallahassee when you're walking to classes, you don't have any of that. No, we, everything is inside the campus. Like you walk onto it. You don't cross roads? There's like one road you cross and then for me there was, there was one road I crossed and that was it. Oh, that's so interesting. And then, I didn't realize you, like, weren't used to that. Yeah, but this one, it was like, you know, everything has a rhythm. It was cool. Yeah, were you able to navigate all right? Yeah. Just used Apple, just my Apple map, and then I found everything. Well, and a... the, the streets are lettered in alphabetical order and numbered. Yeah, numbered and lettered. So it's super easy, yeah. H Street, F Street, all the cool streets. <laughs> the one that was by her office was G Street, and then I took G all the way down to Chinatown. I passed the White House, and, like, you know... It was, it was cool looking, but... Were there protests or anything going on? There's that one guy that sells the, that always has a sign in front, and that was it. What did the sign say? You know, the, like, the big... He has the big thing set up? The... With the... You were there last year. I don't I know. I don't remember. Like, I did I, like, never passed the White House. I don't exactly... It's a bunch of... Like, you know, something about Trump or the unrest of the country, I believe, is what it was on the thing. It was cool. And then I watched... Yeah, it was a very cool city to walk through. <clears throat> Like, overall, it was a really fun trip, and I'm so glad that I went. I think it's going to... I really love... I just love D.C., and I can really see myself living there one day. Oh, uh, really? Oh, definitely. It was just such a... I don't know. You know, I'm very weird about when I... When I like, I get... I, I Memories are triggered by smell for me. Like, I'll smell something, and I'll think of, like, my childhood. And just, like, the smell of that city, it was just such a... You get, like, a strong emotional reaction. It's just very cool just to take it all in, and just the vastness of it all. Like, when you see the Washington Monument in the distance, how big it is, and just, there's just so much, I don't know, it just gave me hope for life. <laughs> Interesting. A nice penis statue gave you hope. Yeah, the cock of freedom. Yeah. I don't know, I just, I, I see, when I see my vast, beautiful things, I just, I think this is, this is where it's gonna happen. This is the place. Interesting. I feel like you're gonna feel that way about New York too when you go there. I'll see the Empire State Building. I'm like, ah, oh, look at that cock-shaped building. I feel more inspired than I have in an ever. Oh my god. I know. I really hit the ever hard. You gotta <laughs> pierce my ear. The vowel. You gotta hit the vowel hard and then end on an ever. Yeah. When I was in D.C., the thing that bothered me a lot was it seemed very, kind of judgy. Really? Yeah. It was very, like, where'd you go to school? What do you do? And like. A lot of what people thought of you was so determined based on that. Well, because the the whole you're right because the whole city's people or academics or p- potential politicians it's or all, lawyers. It's all young professionals, and that's like so important to everyone. And so, when I was doing my internship, I was the only person that went to like a state school, and it was ve- it was kind of interesting. It just in that situation, I could feel like an immediate judgment, even though like. I went to a good school. I just I like felt like a twinge of judgment, like as soon as I told people that, or like they put you into a category. Yeah, and it's like, oh, where is your summer internship? Like, who are you working for? Is like such a big deal. And it was like I like honestly just took an internship anywhere I could so I could be in DC for the summer. Is like kind of what I did. Yeah, and I felt like a lot of people there. But like, don't forget, a lot of these people they they're just like their lives lack passion they're just doing it because they have a preset path they were born like from day one they were told they have to go to an ivy league or they have to go to a nice like gw or a 
something like that school and it's everything was pre-planned for them and when somebody else deviates from that path they judge them this girl that did my internship with me though went to dartmouth yeah and the high school she went to is the same high school that malia and sasha obama went to that's really cool yeah so like her graduation had the president at it and i was like whoa and she was telling me really funny things about them so at like high school parties and stuff the Secret Service would be there, and pretty much, like, every high school party gets broken up by the cops. So, if the cops came, Secret Service would go in, get the girls out, and be like, alright, you guys are good. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was so interesting you to, just... like, think about Malia and Sasha, like, at high school. That'd be funny, like, every time they walk in, you hear Hail the Chief. <laughs> That'd be so fun. Malia and Sasha, what a... That's so. There's so much pressure. Imagine the pressure of being the daughter of the president, and you have to uphold this well, moral. How do they? She was getting shit for just going to a concert and having a good time, but she, there's this such a high moral well, expectation. I mean, she wa- she interned at Girls. She interned for HBO. Yeah. Yeah, like she could literally just get any job she wanted, and so she wants to go into like TV stuff, I guess, and so yeah. she's able to just get it. Ugh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then don't hate. And then she's at Harvard, and I think she lives with the girl from Blackish. Oh, cool. But I'm not sure. I might have just read that somewhere. Yara Shahidi or something. I don't know. I have no that idea. seems like a match made in heaven, though. Just like two badass young women. Young women of color. I love it. The yeah. progressive sound of it rings off the tip of my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're getting, we're strained, we're talking too much. We just wanted to let you know about my trip, about her last weekend. We wanted to give you a quick fill-in. <laughs> about the poop story. The, the, the shit, the shopping, the the sheer magnitude of Washington, D.C. Only shh in this podcast. All right, we're going to end it. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Bye.